Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, guys. Welcome back. we got another Portland Sports Opinion podcast. It's going to be about the hockey. Got the hockey boys. we got Tommy Welch. Joey Lawson. Joey Lawson. I'm Nick. I'm on here somehow. It's cool. I got it. I got here. I made it. So really, I just wanted to talk Blues hockey. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna be talking probably games one and two. You think, and yep. then what happened in there, and then we'll talk about game three, and then whatever else you guys have. Uh, I'm gonna plug us real quick. So follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram, and then Pointless Sports Opinions everywhere else. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, follow us there. So, boys, what do you think about the first two games? We'll start with game one. Game one, I thought we played a great first period of hockey, and then kind of stopped. Crumbled. <laughs> yeah. Boston, yeah. they skated the rest off, and yeah, it just looked I, like a whole different team there. I just feel like a common, like, reoccurring theme with the Blues all season has been, like, get a lead or, like, a one-goal lead, two-goal two lead, something like that, and then just kind of park the bus. You sit back, yeah. 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 And, like, I feel like in the playoffs that can sometimes, like, play out for you because, like, you, you're not exerting as much effort, like – you're going to be well-rested for other games, but at the same time, like, is this playoff hockey, like, especially with a team like the Bruins, like, Gotta bring it. they're as relentless as we are, like, they're going to fight back every time, and we saw that in game one. So. I think we took a lot of unnecessary stupid penalties, too, like the Sunquist cross-check. Yeah, but that was so soft of a penalty, I yeah. even feel like. I, yeah, that, that hooking call on Robert also Thomas, soft, I didn't even see anything that was remotely hooking, but... They did well to shut down that power play. They did. They yeah, really did. did. One for they five, did. game one. penalty kill was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think of the Krug hit on Robert Thomas? Um, I loved it. I think it, yeah. <laughs> it's I think a big, big, fun Honestly, hit. yeah. Like, as a hockey fan, like, you gotta love it. Like, the dude literally just, like, laid out one of our better players. No like, lid, too. Just a yeah, signifying yeah, thing, dude. Just no bucket, hair flying in the wind. Like, the only thing, like, people talk about, like, him leaving his feet. I don't think he left his feet. I don't think it was a head shot. He didn't leave like his that. feet once he entered the yeah. zone. Yeah. Right, and he got, like, a glide in, so it's not charging in that sense. But, like, I think the rule says, like, 
over like a distance traveled and he like traveled three zones. By the rule, yeah, you I, could probably say. I still think it was a charge because he yeah. came flying down from our zone. First of all, the hit shouldn't have happened because Tori Krug and David Prawn both should have gotten roughing penalties yep. yeah. for wrestling yeah. in front of the net. Easily. Playing around back there. That's the problem yeah. too. Like it's not it's not like a lot of blues fans and like Boston Boston fans keep like yelling at blues fans on Twitter and like screaming into like the void. That, oh, I love it. That like <laughs> oh, we're just like complaining to the rest the whole time. And it's not even the fact that like we're not getting like calls or like like anything like that. It's just like consistency. Like there's a bunch of calls that they miss for Boston too. Like you're talking about the roughing like in front of the net. They're like David Perron is literally teabagging Tory Krug. Yeah. And they're like right. just swatting each other. I think um, the interference call on Sammy Blay was just two guys like hand battling down the ice and one of them gets like spun around. Like how can you call that one way? There was a really weak call. It was on David Krejci. I think it was either a slash or a hook that they called. Yeah. Like, he touched him. Like, oh, my God. You've seen oh, a lot yeah. of... Barely in, touched him. In a lot of inconsistent referees. Yeah. Yeah. As, and as opposed, really. as opposed to, like, last round or, like, anything like... And, like, obviously the hand pass happened last round, so don't even get started on that. <laughs> but, like, just across the board, I feel like officiating has been so bad this playoffs as opposed to, like, seasons past. Yeah, you're going to see yeah. it. Glaring changes, I feel like, just with replay and, I mean, they kicked those refs off in that San Jose game just because yeah. it was that terrible. So, I mean, they're going to try to figure this out this offseason, yeah. especially with what you've seen so far. I agree for sure. Um, I feel like um, Bettman's already – I think he's already talked about, like um, – or either Bettman or someone in the NHL was like, yeah, well, it's like kind of out of, out of our hands. Like if the refs don't see it, there's nothing we can do and, like – the owners have to make a decision. Not 1984. Season. We yeah, have like, HD video review. Literally, like, there's a whole like committee of people in Toronto. Like that's their job is to make sure you guys get like the shit right. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think some positives from game one. I think Bray that top line of Shen Schwartz and Tarasenko looked really good. Yeah, Shen Vlad, had a goal and an assist. Vlad Tarasenko like an the goal. Yeah, uh, I thought Bennington was good. Yeah, Bennington looked good. That we kind of let them out to dry a few times. Stop sure. 34. If we would have won shots. that game, if we would have won that game, it would have been him for like. All on his shoulders, he stole like it. just yeah, carrying our team. Yeah. yeah, it could have been a, I think it could have been an eight nothing Boston win. Oh, and easily. Conversely, for game two, we could have won that six to nothing yeah. if it wasn't for two Rask. Oh yeah. Oh dude, it, that one sequence where Tarasenko scored. If he would have made that last save on Tarasenko, I would have just been like, <laughs> give him the con <laughs> Smythe right now. You right. like force four back to back saves. Yeah, that just game like, two. So the Blues, Blues won in overtime. Awesome. Yes. Um, Bertuzzo, Bertuzzo, oh Tarasenko, and Gunnarsson, yeah. <laughs> Two great goals. Bertuzzo's just throwing it at the net. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want. Oh, my God. And he tried it. I think he tried it either early in the game or in game one, and Rask was paying attention, but this time, as soon as he Maroon gets shot, in front, like, yeah, and you're not. Literally freaking top titties right under the bar. I was like, It was God. scoring galore at the first 15 minutes. He had four goals. You're like, wow, this is going to be, uh, you know. It was back-to-back. Five, back. Game. Yeah. yeah. Terry Sango's um, goal was amazing, man. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, back, he's just been having his way with Zidane Ochara. Yeah, like that, he's too slow to be yeah. on a player <laughs> like Terry He's got a long stride, but he's yeah, been, he's been picking his spots for the past what eight games, man. Terry yeah. put the puck on his stick, man. Eight we game won't. point streak, right? Yeah, yeah, eight game point streak, five goals, five assists in his first thirteen games of the playoffs. He had five points in his last eight. He has ten points, so he's really picked it up at the right Doubled time. Doubled his production. Yeah, in yeah. two thirds of the time. So I think something that we want to get into was Oscar Sundquist's hit on Matt Grizzlick and his subsequent suspension. I just, what, what do you think of the hit in this um, suspension? The problem I have with the hit is not, not the. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't have a problem with them calling it a penalty because I don't like, He hit him in the head. And I was worried they like a give minor. Him five. I, I, I was really worried too. Let's get into that. Yeah. If, 
if he would have gotten five, I don't think there would have been a suspension. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. But I also think that if we give the Bruins a five-minute power play, they could have scored a couple times, I think we would have lost tr- the game. I think you're in so, trouble there, yeah. 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 I was watching the game. I'm praying to God. I'm like, please don't let this be five minutes. Yeah. The It's just it's aggravating to me because, like, the player safety and, like, the NHL and all that stuff, like, they want to do away with people, like, just going out and, like, headhunting and, like, purposefully injuring, like, other people. And it seemed to me, at least, like, Oscar Sundquist is, like, little flower dude. Like, and he's been knocked out by Tom Wilson before. Like, yeah, that's he's what not I'm just, saying. He's, had, he's not a repeat offender. He's, yeah, he's been never had seeding in. He's never had any offenses, and that's yeah. something they look into when they do these that's what player things. And also, they said, oh, you saw Grizzly's numbers. No, Grizzly put himself in a terrible position. He, he was, yeah, if you made watch. A, he deeped on that pass. He gave, tried to, you tweeted out of him yeah. slipping if, on the dude, ice. <laughs> was hilarious. He dude, tried to send it one way, and he just sent it the other. Yeah, that's what he did. He kind of turned, and then... And they say, well... They teach players to finish their checks. From what is Sunquist supposed to do? Right, is he supposed exactly. to stop time? And you like? Is he supposed to ram into the boards and watch break his their own collarbone? They like, say what's he supposed to do? the NHL player. You know, they have the whole video breakdowns of why they suspended him. Listen to it; it's like a two and a half minute video. He says uh, Sunquist could have stopped. I'm like, hey, yeah, they don't bring up head contact know. in that video whatsoever. Is yeah. the thing. Another thing, I don't like the inconsistencies with suspensions because back in February, Evgeny Malkin took his stick in slash Michael Raffle in the face, like. It was a full-on, like, mm-hmm. trying to decapitate him. Yeah. Could have knocked his eye out. He got one game. Yeah. There's no that's way that's not the, the same. Severe. That should have been a 20-game suspension, in yeah. my opinion. But if, Especially this, compared to the Sunquist hit. Like, yeah. Like, that's not was, the same level at all. It was a dangerous hit, but it was unfortunate. It wasn't right. him trying to decapitate someone, so I don't see how that's the same I'm severity. surprised he was suspended. I thought it'd be a fine. But I think it, they're trying to make sure that, I mean, this is a heavy hit in series. You're seeing everyone laying hits. Yeah. yeah. They're trying and to I, make sure... That it doesn't get worse, which I understand. I think that's why they're doing it. I don't like it. I feel like also like it's just kind of like evening the playing field because they're down a defenseman now. And I guess we're down Vince Dunn too. Vince because, Dunn. But like that's not really like their fault. Do I mean, you know if he's coming shot. back? Uh, uh, not this game. Uh, Barube says he's available, uh, but he says he doesn't feel good. Done. Yeah. He's had surgery already on his mouth. Really? It's okay. That, that yeah. hit. And then he's supposed to have more after the season's over. Yeah, so basically, so he's out, I assume, and they're just kind probably, of saying that yeah. he's available until yeah. he feels good. Right. So basically, probably like a day to day kind of thing. Yeah, and like for sure. they ask him like, "How are you feeling today?" And he's like, he basically said like, "I don't want to come back and like come back early and like be detrimental to yeah. the team." Like, right. I, I agree. Because you got six guys anyways so that, that you can sense. put out there. Yeah. So Vince Dunn wants to make sure that he's not a, a liability there. Yeah. So that's good for him. Good play on him. Yeah, well, I yeah. think Grizzlick is pretty important to their blue line. Oh, he's one of their form. puck movers. Like yeah. other than him, who they have Tory Krug and Charlie McAvoy that can move the puck. Yeah. Other than that, our blue Charge line is, is much better. Charge yeah. is there to freaking be a wall. And, yeah, he's, he's and yeah, poke check every entry. Brandon Carlo is somehow a good skater, but as soon as he gets the puck, it's like he forgets how to play hockey. So yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like going back on the Sunquist. It's like, okay, so we've got like a guy who gets hurt because of like. Just all these factors coming into play, and like it's it's just like unfortunate. Like if you watch the video, like his he like checks back at Sunquist before he goes into the boards, and I think that yeah, kind so of throws could off. Have thought, oh, he sees me coming. He's yeah. gonna brace himself for the hit. Yeah, and, and everything then, looks worse in slow motion. Yeah, and then, slow next, down, and then like next thing you brutal, know, his but. skate blades are digging into the boards and throws him off balance. He does slip a little bit. Yeah, and, and I, that's his head's directly against the wall. Like if. And the only thing Sunquist really could have done to avoid a headshot was just not hit him at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. I, right. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just comparing that to the Krug hit, it's like, okay, one's a penalty and one's not. But, like, the intent for Krug was definitely oh, to go after Perron. Perron leaves the ice for a shift change. So he's like, okay, closest guy, Rob Thomas, I'm going to take him out and try to hurt him. Like, And it hurt. Yeah. It worked. 
because he was yeah. out game yeah, three. I mean, sucks. I think he's concussed. But yeah. he's but apparently he's been hurt through the playoffs. The kid's been dealing with. Right. I mean, someone did an interview. Peron or someone said, you know, the kid's been battling a lot. Yeah, he was doing yeah. maintenance days. Every, yeah, so. like every practice. But it's just like, it's like player safety can like do so much and like issue all of these like suspensions and stuff. But like the intent for Krug was to hurt somebody, and the exactly. intent for Sunquist was not. But one player gets suspended, the other one doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me. And I think there's a few things they could do to fix this. I think if they just say automatically, if it's a hit to the head, there's a one game suspension. I think that'll take these hits out of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like agree with making that rule change, but I think that'll at least provide some consistency yeah. with the crew kit. I don't really like seeing guys out there without a helmet because to me, it's just a concussion right. waiting to happen. Yeah, I agree. And I think going after someone like that is just putting yourself in danger. Mm-hmm. So I think that was stupid on Krug's part. Yeah, but I, do too. I don't like it seeing guys cool, without a helmet out there. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked open, awesome. Open, open ice hits <laughs> are my favorite, wrong. man. It's like gel when you're like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it looked awesome. Superpowers. <laughs> I think they're definitely trying to get away from those hits when, you know, guys' numbers are facing them and they're yeah. facing the boards. You're trying to get rid of that in hockey, but that's such a big thing, especially with the forechecking. That's what the Blues are doing, man. That's that's Boston's game too. Yeah. Forecheck, keep that puck in there. And that's huge in hockey. How so... That's not possible to be rid. Get rid of that, man. Yeah. No way. No. And it's tough, especially like like you were talking about. Like both of these teams like are based on like physicality yeah. and like uh, old they got hockey. here. Yeah. It's yeah. Exactly. Weird, I like it, man. It's like I, mean, I think we're even more physical than they are. I think. Oh, I think oh, they I have, too. Blues yeah. have like they what? definitely have a speedier core. But yeah, we're that breakout. That breakout is crazy. You know how many times I saw a four on two from the Bruins and, and they dumped the puck in. I'm like, what? Line change? It's a four on two. Yeah. It's scary how fast they get out of their zone. Yeah, it's scary. crazy. Um, I want to talk about Boston's top line not really being a factor so far. <laughs> One point, Brad right? Marchand has a goal. The top line's minus seven combined. I don't really yeah. like plus minus. I think it's yeah. kind of an outdated stat, but it's kind of significant. Um, Patrice Bergeron is clearly hurt Yeah, because he played 16 minutes last game. He hasn't had a point yet. Yeah, that was not good. I forget which... I forget which goal it was, but um, I think NBC was showing like uh, like the replay and how uh, Martian tried to like cut across and cut him it off. It was the Tarasenko one from yeah. Schwartz. Yeah, he tried to yeah. cut across and got behind him yeah. instead, and it was just a 2v1. 2v1 like, break. Because they've been moving David Pasternak down to play with David Krejci to get something going. But mm-hmm. yeah, the top line's not been good. Um, I was a little surprised, but I got into looking at their stats, and Brad Martian is not good in the finals. Um, the last time the Bruins were in the finals was 2013 during the Blackhawks, and Marchand had zero points that entire series. I hate so, to see it. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I say fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you see what you want to see, man. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny to me, like, uh, guys like that just, like, get off so hard on, like, getting under, like, other oh, players' yeah, for skin. Sure. So you saw, I like, hate that, that he's so skilled, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's the worst skilled part. to be doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I it's like Patrick Sharp was saying that, like, whenever they played in that series in 2013, Marshan skated by the bench. He's like, hey, your daughter's ugly. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. skated away. <laughs> he's like, yeah, your kids are ugly. Like, yeah. Speaking yeah. of skating one, by the bench, man. you see Maroon, that video, he goes, oh, yeah. hey, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are effed. That was awesome. It was so funny. That was the, I think, when I saw that video, I was like, yeah, this is like this is good. <laughs> like, I think the just, blues yeah. are in their heads, man. And that I mean, as bad as that grizzle chick fucking hit was, man, I think it just kind of makes it even more like, yeah, oh man, these guys sure. are hitting hard. And even all just the like, time. even just like, just the fact that like, I forget what it's up to now. Like eight to two or something is the power plays for Boston. Like they, they have, have eight power. They have ten. They have ten they power have, plays. They were we one for five two. in both games. The Blues are zero oh for five. Yeah, they had two and three or three and two. Something so. like that. Like it's just like I got it down here. Way so. skewed. Yeah. yeah. Way yeah. skewed in one like, in one direction. So I feel like the Blues are just like it's another case of like like everybody against us. Like, 
um, kind of just like fighting against the green, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely we just play as a cohesive unit yeah. out there. It's awesome, and I think Sunquist. I guess would Sanford replace him? I think yeah. Sanford's the yeah. leader, but I, I heard that, the... that Nolan Jordan Nolan might get in there with his two Stanley Cups with the Kings. Really? Oh, okay. well, at uh, practice today, they were running lines, and Sanford was yeah, Sanford's Sanford was in there, there. So and then Tarasenko had a maintenance day, and Schwartz did too. So yeah. nothing to worry about there. Just making sure they're all rested yeah, and ready to go for tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. And I think losing Grizzlick is like moving a puck moving losing a puck moving defenseman is more important than losing mm. a fourth line center. Like. I like Sunquist, but we can definitely win without him. And yeah, he'll be back just, for game four. The only thing so. that concerns me about Sunquist is number one, he's tied for the team lead in plus minus with Bo Meester at plus eight. Um, four goals, five assists. So, like, he's still got like that fourth line production. Like, I feel like out of everybody on oh, the I think f- he's producing beyond a fourth line level. Right. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah, I feel like out of like everyone on our fourth line, like, he's like the most likely to score and like. Just relentless on the four check. He's, he is, he's yeah. important on the penalty kill. Like defensively, he's sound and like, I don't I don't know. Like Sanford, the last time I watched him in like the Winnipeg series, yeah, positioning and stuff defensively. He's, yeah, he's kind of lost. I'm afraid so. with Fabry and Sanford out there. I mean, Fabry's there to be offensive. That's it, really, because he's not coming That's back. True. He's small. He's not. He he likes to check and everything, but. You know, throughout the season, yeah. you've seen him be out of position. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Barube is going to kick the shit out of him if, <laughs> if yeah. he doesn't play well. And, I mean, I think Fabry's up to the test. So I do, too. Hopefully, I'm not going to worry that, too much about it. But you got that playoff sure. Fabry magic, so yeah, he'll hopefully. be all right. The only thing that concerns me about Fabry is that his knees are made of glass. Yeah. So He looks good. Uh, he's he, does, he does look good. He does. Like, even when he came back the first time, like, after he tore his ACL, um, like, you could just kind of tell that he was, like, not not that he wasn't a hundred percent, but that almost. yeah, hesitant on hits and like wasn't skating like as confidently and stuff. And I feel like now like he's got the confidence. I think yeah, yeah, he definitely. Does. So that's promising to see. But how about that uh, overtime game winning shot, dude, by freaking Gunnarsson, dude? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah awesome. literally. Uh, they I got screamed. That, I was by myself, luckily, and but I yelled. They got that Bucci overtime challenge, dude, and like I I I did it. And I I forgot. I oh I said Pat Maroon, but like. I could have guessed a million times, and I would have, ne- <laughs> I would have never guessed Carl Gunnarsson would have scored the goal. But it was cool to see. And the story about him uh, talking to Barubi at the pisser is really cool, so too. One more shot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, That's I awesome. got one more shot yeah. in me, man. And it's good. Dunn plays today. You ha- or played that day. Yeah, you have Gunnarsson out, and you don't yeah. have that happen. So I think Gunnarsson, I mean, it's awesome how great that depth is they have there. He can just step in whenever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, right. and I think that's another reason that, like, Vince Dunn can take his time mm-hmm. because Carl Gunnarsson's been playing so And you still well. got Delzato if you really need right. someone there. Right. And, like, if Vince Dunn does come back, like, are you going to take out Gunnarsson? Because I don't think you can. I, think, I don't know. You, you take you out can. Edmondson. He's been playing the worst. He yeah. Hit, yeah. Ed, Edmondson is not having a The thing that kills series. me about Edmondson is he'll have 40 feet in front of him and he'll just pass. Yeah, yeah try to pass it. Like, skate the puck up. Man, what goal did that lead to? The Corrali goal? Yeah. In game yeah. one? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that was mm. Like, skate the and puck up. For the first 15 minutes of the game he had, like, of game two, I saw, like, two or three giveaways. And I'm just, like, pulling my hair out because I'm like, yeah. man, this guy's, when he's got the puck on a stick, he's scared. He's like Bowmaster last year yeah. when he was hurt and he didn't know what to do with the puck. You're just scared when this guy has it. Yeah. It does It does seem like um, like Edmondson turns over the puck a lot. <laughs> but like at the same time, his physicality like on that defensive yeah, that's what you that love. defensive unit, like the only one that might be more physical than him is Bertuzzo and he's not as good like 
defensively. They I switched the lines. Yeah, he's not as mobile as right. Edmondson either. Edmondson's so. going with Bortuzzo, and Gunnarsson's going with Petrangelo. Oh, really? Tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah. So, see, I'm I, down with that. So I don't know how I feel about that. Like, Bortuzzo like, and Edmondson on the same line. No, Pareko and Bomeister, I like it. But I feel like Pareko kind of has to carry Bomeister sometimes. Yeah. I feel like if they I don't think you split them up. I don't know. I they are they're doing down, great. They're they do- are a lockdown unit. Yeah, together. they're doing fantastic. But I'm saying if Bomeister starts to wear that down, I think Ruby's going to be hesitant to switch it up. Which yeah. I don't think you got but... five games left tops, so I think they're going to just stick with what got you there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. And they're yeah. both like those... you said. That's been our best shutdown pairing. They have man. They're both that long reach. I mean, God, dude. and Pareko's still producing. Oh my God. Dude, I love watching him get the puck and skate up the neutral zone into the freaking it's so funny because like these Glides. little dudes like Marchand and all of them just like are like oh I can like run him down and like just strip it from him. he just like sticks his yeah, stick dude. out like seven was that, feet uh, was that Nordstrom that he hit with the slap shot and then he was down on the three ice, different times and then two he different came back times, yeah. and he hit him again yeah it was Nordstrom so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get to watch. my power was out so I had to listen to that game and the last one Nordstrom stuck out a stick at the very end because he's like I'm done doing this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he blocked it but he had a really good it was on the power play yeah and then he hit Chara and made him bleed yeah on the dude. forearm yeah. that did not look pretty. Power play, yeah. I dude, yeah. I I could play hockey my whole life and still not have like the balls to stand in front of a Colton Pareko slap shot. No, there's you no way. Kidding me. Once you're there, dude, you're probably in the NHL. You're just probably like, okay, this Take is, your this is, is my life. It's not gonna hurt. <laughs> this is it. This is how I go out. <laughs> but I think I think I've seen like a video somewhere of like Tyler Sagan kind of had like the same idea. Like you saw. Pareko wind up and just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, eh. dove out of the way. I would like, go not like worth this, it. Man. I just got, yeah, and crouch. Yeah. Not worth case, it. Man. I just got a new contract. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got a couple years left. Yeah, in. you're like, I'm trying to make commercials with this. Exactly. Man. Right. <laughs> he's trying to pick up honeys too. He does that all the time. Another positive for us is I don't think we've seen anywhere close to the best game from Ryan O'Reilly yet. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like he's getting closer. Yeah, yeah definitely game better seven than, or yeah, game six. He looked great in yeah. the life series. Definitely and better. He had three assists in game definitely six. Definitely better yeah, than game the Stars yeah. and the Shark series combined. But like, he looked like he's playing hurt at first. Yeah, Maybe he yeah. looks a little I feel better. Like he was. He definitely was. He still looks like he's hurt, but you know, it's getting he's better. Out, he's out there. Yeah, he's been your best guy yeah, all year. He's uh, for sure. Schwartz doesn't have a point yet in the no, series, does he? Oh, no, uh, he's got an assist or two. Does he? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He's got the assist off the Tarasenko goal, the second goal. The oh yeah, because he shot it off the pads. That can't root for me, and I can't get out. I dream about it. It's awesome. Yeah, just it's nasty. Just that Shen's been great. Shen's yeah, probably awesome. been our best forward, and him and Tarasenko, I would say. Him and Tarasenko for agree. sure. He's just been getting even since last series. He's just getting so many chances. Dirty grinding like, out there, man. I feel like at his like numbers and stats aren't really like. Uh, he just wasn't hitting the the, the back of the net. Right. Yeah. He's, he's just getting so close just, like all, all the these time. scoring changes, breakaways and stuff. He's only scored like one goal or a couple goals or something. I think the uh, game six goal was his first goal, and then that one in game one was his second. So yeah. I think he's gonna pour on a couple more. Hopefully. Yeah. He's been yeah. playing. He's just been playing so well, and he brings that physicality that they have to worry he's about. Mean, so. He's mean out there. I like it. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to watch. What for a sure. steal that trade was when you think about it. <laughs> Shen, Yuri Latera, Snorting Coke, Snorting Coke lines. Latera and what? Did they give a second round or a first round? I think we gave a second round yeah. pick or something. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Something like that. Yeah. And then we also turn Tage Thompson, Patrick Berglund, and... Uh, Saboka. Yeah, Saboka into Ryan O'Reilly. And you think about that, and that's a lot of assets to give away, but that's a steal for the Blues, too. With, yeah, and that's, where they're at. that's easily what their owner was thinking. It was like, yeah. oh, look at all these players. Like, yeah. highway robbery. Dump and all these like, crappy contracts. <laughs> he like, has you no idea. It's just Apparently don't know money. how good Ryan O'Reilly is. <laughs> yeah. He's incredible. I think Tage Thompson, you know, that's the jury's still out. He's, what, 20? So, yeah. But yeah. the Sabres are a terrible franchise. I still franchise, like Tage Thompson. I got a so signed jersey by him. So We'll see how that turns out. He might just be... I feel like he's going to turn into like a Nick Bukestad type player. Yeah. Like a 40, I could see 40, that. 45-point guy who's big. Yeah. Good when, net front when they presence. Got, when he got drafted, they compared him to like his play style to like Ryan Getzlaff, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a pretty like, high pedestal. Yeah, because he's just like – he does have slow feet, but he's got soft hands, and he's got a heavy shot. So, I mean – Yeah. I mean, I think one of the first times I saw him at like the Blues prospect camp, he hit a slap shot, and I was behind the goal – like watching from behind the glass, he had a slap shot that missed like above the bar just by inches, hit the glass in front of me and just shattered it completely. He's a big like, boy. I just remember him from last year. <laughs> like, that baby, shit, that baby face, but that big old frame on him. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's a only, man rocket too. He's, he's a good looking yeah, dude. He's gonna get bigger and better. So that's what you always want to see. You always want to see the guys that you rooted for. Yeah, right. Go out and play better for another yeah, team. For sure. So, um, right. yeah. So, what are your takeaways for Game Three? Um, play all three periods, yep. not just one. Get a power um, play goal. Yeah, get a power yeah, play goal. Score on the power play. Score on the power play. Uh, stay off the penalty kill. Yep. Don't have five. Don't have five penalties, man. Yeah, you can't right. do that. Don't, don't even have one if you can. And um, keep everything going like you've been. Keep being physical. Physical. I mean, well, they dominated the third period in overtime of that second game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Keep it going. The overtime was like, dude, we we want this. We're going to win. That was crazy. Keep that mentality. Keep that attitude going. Yeah, we were not leaving the ice. No, goal they weren't. Overtime. It was no. crazy. No, no, oh my god. <laughs> um, we had the, it seemed like we had the puck for so long. Yeah, I think that's also something that's in our favor is that we haven't scored on the power play yet. So all this damage is coming at five on five. Yeah. If we can get a power play goal or two and really get in their heads, yeah, I think they got a six on five one. I guess that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny. D man in front of the net and the D man scores. I like seeing that stupid shit. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> Like the D to D passes you see, and you're like, dude, what is this awesomeness? Dude? Yeah. Because what they have the most points out of defenders mm-hmm. in yeah. the playoffs. So it's, yeah, I think that's gonna gonna be huge. Game three too. I mean, you had two from game two, yeah. So get more. That's huge. Get guys in front of the net. It looks like you know, get in front of Rask, and that's his weak spot. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, I think high blocker is where he's most vulnerable. <clears throat> yeah. Or have Senko shoot it. Yeah. Oh, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, as long right. As you should be fine. <laughs> but yeah, because he was invincible. In the conference finals against Carolina, and it looks like the Blues are kind of figuring it out, watching tape on them, know what to do against them. So yeah, yeah I don't know what Berube does, but after a loss, I don't. I have no back. idea what he does, the but it's back. always a bounce back. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Bennington's a huge reason for that too. I mean, you know, you guys know his numbers like under it's two goals just, allowed average. Like eleven, and he's eleven and two after yeah. a loss. So I mean, Some ridiculous. that guy is ice in his veins. Ice in his. He's a psychopath. I'll tell you that. Dude, it's crazy. You gotta be to be a goalie, dude. Like well, just the like night and day difference between him and like Jake Allen is like, you can talk about like Smythe like award winners and who's been like the most 
like valuable player in the playoffs and stuff. But th- there's nobody more important to the Blues than him. Yeah, you're right. No. If we had Jake Allen during this run, I don't. I don't we think wouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah. No, no he on the trajectory they were having. Yeah. yeah. He actually really stepped it up after he got all that yeah. pressure off his shoulders. And like I said in the last <laughs> podcast, I'm fine with Jake Allen being a 1B goalie for next yeah, year. Like, me too. I'll trade him. Get rid of that contract. I'd like, yeah. Get yeah. rid of that contract because he's, what, 4.25 mil or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. For yeah. two yeah. years. Dump him. You can find someone. You got Huso and Fitzpatrick in your minors. Yeah. Right? So I feel like we'd go out and uh, get it like a Chad Johnson kind of guy. Yeah. Just maybe, because maybe like Curtis did, McElhinney. Did it last year. Yeah. I, I didn't well, like I'm, it. It didn't work, but when we got Carter Hutton, that worked pretty well. My, so. d- my dream is Bennington comes up and becomes an all-class goalie. Yeah. Almost solidifies himself as a Hall of Famer. This is my my, my way in the future. <laughs> but he looks amazing. He's calling a Hall yeah. of Fame right now. I yeah. know. I mean, the Blues win like three cups with him under out there. That's my dream. See, to me, I think... I hope he ends up being almost like a Jonathan Quick, like above average dude, honestly, in the regular season, man. but There's then so, unbeatable in the playoffs. Like, There's so many times like he makes just like... Some of these like desperation saves and like even just the way he handles the puck like behind the yeah, net. Yeah, he's I'm just really like, good at that. Dude, that's he looks the puck just handling, like man. Jonathan Quick. I don't think he makes crazy like, desperation dropping, saves. Yeah. He's just positioned so. That's well. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And like, there's times like on like breakaways and stuff where it, like he will not move first. Uh-uh. He doesn't he even won't. move. He's literally just got his glove up there and they shoot right into it. Yeah. Or like he's like far enough out that like if he does get beat it hits the post it's just little things like that like he never looks flustered that game one Corelli goal was the first time i saw someone actually hold the puck long enough to beat him yeah it's crazy i think it was in the san jose series i want to say it was evander kane on breakaway and bennington didn't move no and neither of them were gonna move and he ended up not even getting a shot because bennington wouldn't move i know he he stays there he's that big old wall and it's just cool calm collected he'll just snap that glove you're like oh man he's just got a huge set of cones yeah he does man see it I got him. He's 55 for 60 with a .916 save percentage. I'll take that. And uh, Rask is... Which isn't amazing is the thing. Like That's not incredible. Yeah. Like Rask has been the Rask has been the best overall player yeah. in this entire postseason. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Agree. Yeah. Especially with that conference final. He just... Oh, yeah. It was just crazy. the will of uh, the Hurricanes is just... Yeah. No yeah. way. You can't score on this guy. I've, dude, I really thought the Hurricanes were going to make the finals. <clears throat> kind of upset. But. I think if Tarasenko doesn't score that goal... I think and like that momentum shifts, man. Yeah, I do too. And it's just, I just big money Vlad coming up. He's been he's been waiting for this moment. Big Daddy Vladdy. Yeah, yeah. he has, man. He's been waiting. You see him in interviews in the past four or five years. I want to bring a cup here. I want to be the one yeah. to bring the cup here. And I just yeah, that's what Bozak said before the season. Yeah, I want to win a cup so damn bad. That's why I signed in St. Louis. And you yeah. just, I just like it out of Tarasenko because you know trade rumors circulating when they're bad, and you're like, well, maybe, but you don't want to see him go. No, and now, there's, no, there's no way we're gonna trade. And him. Now that's what's so funny about like just like hockey fans in general, and just like the way a season can go, like especially this season. Like we were literally like people were talking about trading Tarasenko and like blowing up the whole team, rebuilding, and like going for draft picks. And now we're in the Stanley Cup. Lose for Hughes, yeah, that's yep. exactly what it was. Insane. I was on board with that. I was cool with him <laughs> trading too. Petrangelo because I think he's really stepped it up lately. Yeah, in the playoffs, yeah. man, he's really. No, last game he looked incredible. Yeah, he's looked good since the start of the playoffs for the most part. My yeah. biggest concern. I hate when he tries to get that puck from when it rims around. He tries to stop it at the blue line. Always jumps over his stick. Oh, I also think he moves backwards <laughs> too much on the power play. Yeah, like tries to make a long pass. I don't like that. Um, I don't like the drop passes either. But I think coaching is going to play a big role because yeah. we haven't seen Patrice Bergeron's line matched up with Tarasenko that much. Mm-hmm. And like Bruce Cassidy had last change. So like now that we have last change, are we going to see even less of that matchup? Yeah. Like I don't know, man. I think definitely like. We're going to see Fabry matched up against uh, Chara to try and beat him with, like, 
his speed, his speed yeah, get around yeah. him. Like, try and get some production on that line. I don't know. I still want to see Tarasenko match up with Chara because, like I said, he's just been yeah making his life hell. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, he just skates around anybody. Yeah. And he's not even that fast. He's just, like... He's strong on the puck. Yeah, he's... He's so got that, that crazy quick burst of speed, man. He's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. just make those couple glides, and you're like, what the hell? He just yeah. got past him? Right. And even just, like, little things, like... Um, like when they go like go for the stick lift or something, like he lifts his stick like before, like it's just like little things like that to keep the puck like close to him. Like. Every facet of his game is looking great right now. Yeah, you so can strong see, on the like, puck, shot looks great. I mean, defensively in this playoffs, you see him coming back and making the hustle plays. And you know, last year you didn't say that about Vlade. You didn't yeah. say hustle plays were his thing, but this year he's really, really stepped up in mm. every way. So he really has, and just like. I love that movie does with like one hand on a stick, like cuts in, drops his shoulder. Oh my god, it's nasty. It's just Blade oh, tried to do classic it. power forward movie. Yeah, like, like how? Like imagine just being a defenseman and like or like Tori Krug five nine trying to stop <laughs> like a train coming your way. Yeah, six, that's six two three or two forty. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Like, that's one thing I wanted to bring up is we're the bigger team, and I think the longer the series goes, it's gonna favor us because we're just gonna wear them down. Like they look so worn out. They really, the time. Yeah. especially losing so the defenseman. Oh my god. Yeah. That, well. I mean, to be fair, their unit was out there for probably like two minutes, yeah, but the right. the over the overtime they just looked absolutely exhausted. Like they could not, they could not like get their feet moving or couldn't anything, clear the so. couldn't clear the zone, yeah. especially. Yeah, they had yeah they had a couple opportunities they could not clear the puck, but usually that's our problem. <laughs> usually, <laughs> right. <laughs> the, that game one they couldn't clear the puck. Yeah. It was like, and you're like, uh oh, is this what's going to be the series? But yeah. I guess you can't really know what's happening with this series because the whole season's been a roller coaster so mm-hmm. my idea is like you know they could come out and win the next four just because you have no idea what this team's gonna do you just yeah. know things are gonna go well yeah for the most part that's what i was saying last time like game one last year the finals vegas won six to five and then washington it was like oh vegas is gonna win and then washington won the next four games in a row and yeah. won the cup. like and it's like I love when like reporters pull those stupid like statistics of like seventy seven percent of like teams that win game one go on to win the whole thing, and then after game two they're like seventy eight percent of <laughs> teams that game that win game two go on to win the whole thing. It's like dude, like, and the same <laughs> thing goes it? with game three. Game yeah. three, you know, one hundred percent of teams that win four games yeah. win the whole thing. Right? So, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's the only stat that matters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Doesn't matter how you get there. So I got a question about the the Bruins. Who do they bring on as defense? As that extra, they got I wrote it down: John Moore or Stephen Camper. I think it's gonna be Moore. Yeah. I looked at Moore's got forty three career postseason games to Cam- games to Camper's two, so I'm sure yeah, it's, it's definitely probably, probably a lot. Definitely gonna go with him. <laughs> yeah. He's had five in the in this playoffs, and uh, Moore's had or Camper's had two, so I'm sure that's who you're gonna go with. Mm. And I also heard that Moore's gonna be able to deal with the physicality of the Blues a little better. So yeah, I I would probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And just take that experience. Yeah, that's what you want. You want but the I mean, experience. Like, technically, Jordan Nolan had, like, what, two Stanley Cups to his name? How many games did he play in those series? Uh, I think, like, uh, I don't know. I don't Not know. Lot, but, like, but I mean, he really, like, I don't know. I would have liked to see him instead of Sanford. I would have liked to see Mackenzie McCochran instead of yes, Sanford. Yes, McCochran's the one I would bring up. Yeah. But. Like, just because he's just, he's, like, a little... Like when Panger talks about little guys with gumption, that's him. Like, that's right. him. Yeah, it's literally just him. <laughs> but um, I feel like he's better defensively. I feel like he's like a little spark plug, like brings more energy to the team. I think Sanford's gonna be more capable of scoring to Mackenzie Kent McEachern because he I mean, McEachern. How many goals do they have this year? Three. 
Yeah, and they're Stanford's all bigger. Yeah, he's, bigger. Yeah, and that's he has true. A, he's a more offensive talent too. That honey. physicality yeah. might help, and he does have soft hands too, yeah. which is like the defensive so, part of his game. But I don't know how scary, much. So. Yeah, I don't know much time on the ice he's gonna have. Yeah, but right. I know on the fourth line he's gonna most likely play there. Yeah. Hopefully, bring that spark that Sunquist did because Sunquist, great oh, shot, yeah. offensive capabilities are off the charts. It looks awesome. Just all around like. Yeah, and I think we're exactly still, what you want a yeah. bottom line guy. Exactly. Yeah, I think we're still waiting on a big game from David Perron too. I yeah, too. me too. Yeah. I He's gonna end up like, like a hat trick or something. Yeah, or gonna go off for like three assists in the game or something like that. Or get like yeah. a five minute major. And you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that third line also to yeah. really. Dude, he. Uh, I love him, and his shot is beautiful. Yeah, a goal assist and a punch to the back of the head. <laughs> the Perron hat trick. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Like, oh, some of the times he just takes the dumbest penalties. I'm yeah, like, the game dude. one, he lost the puck and he fell. Yeah, and then he tried to. Get the stick, or he tried to lift yeah, the stick, like and literally just swing it around him, as hard as he yeah, can, trip somebody. Him, so. Isn't the like Dallas, yeah, the Dallas slashed series, a bishop, in, bishop the back. in the back, yeah, yeah, like just you, like unnecessary. you said, teabagging Tory Krug, yeah, like, like I love him though. I love how much I love how much he loves St. Louis. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I do. He's come back three times now. Yeah, this time hopefully. I think we talked about. I don't know if we talked about this last time or not, but like I feel like that's just been. Um, such a big key for the Blues this year has been like building their team around like a team of players that want to be here yeah. and want to play for each other instead of just like independent contracts. Yeah, like, like what they so. said Definitely. two years ago when they fired Hitch. Yeah. Uh, for Yo. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been nice to see because I feel like we've missed that for so long. It's and, good. Like, yeah. They built this team around that veteran and then that youth core. Mm-hmm. And it's just the perfect balance right now. And you can tell just the, like the way they like talk to each other in the locker room. Like it's really like a brotherhood. And, like, they all just, like, want to fight for each other and, like, fight for Bo Meester, who's, like, never been in the Stanley Cup yeah. Finals in all his years of yeah, playing. I think he's like, going to get the cup right after Petrangelo. It's going to go too. straight to him. Because I think he played, like, almost 800 I think regular like season a, games. A, he played, oh, like, before the playoffs. Yeah, before yeah. the playoffs. He played, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He played, like, 750 games before it's he even crazy. got us Then he got the to the Blues, like, six or seven years ago. It's like, been that long. <laughs> yeah. And right. he finally made it. God. And now he's got, hopefully, a Stanley Cup on his mind. Hopefully, it's coming here. It's weird to think about, like, players like like because i feel like bo meester's played like just like personally if like from my viewpoint it feels like he's played his entire career here and like I alexander know. steen too it just feels like they've been here forever steen's been here what 10 years yeah 10 years it's like a, they're like a part of years blues hockey something like yeah and, something like and that and bo meester was in florida and calgary for i think 10 years before yeah. he came here he but bounced around a, a, like a couple of places but yeah. yeah he got drafted by florida and then yeah played for and then calgary for a couple of years and then he so. got traded to the blues from calgary yes. i remember that mm. so but yeah it's just like it's just like, I don't know. They're Hard like embedded in. He's been here forever. Yeah. I was calling for his head last year, man, when that he was hurt. Too. Yeah, he looked too. bad. He's, he actually looked, looked great in the playoffs. Oh, I well, yeah. Like, I, I know he only has five points, but like I said, he's 30, what, 33, 34, 35? He's 34, 5. Yeah. yeah. And he's not really like, he's not going to go out there and like. But he's never had more than like 40 goals points in the season. Like, he's a right. defensive defenseman. Man. I want him to get one. I want to see Bo Meester score one really bad. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> Is that, how many did he have this year? Like two or something? Yeah, two or one three. Or two. Yeah. One of them was a clapper, and that was gorgeous. But he's such a smart player, though. He is. And one of those, he can skate, man. He's a, just skates with he's ease. Big too. He glides on the ice, and he's huge. You're right. Yeah. And that's what his thing was. That's why he was actually a really good player, is because he could skate really well. And, you know, when your hip is all messed up, yeah, that, that robs you of your skating abilities. And so, luckily, he was able to bounce back, and he's yeah. a big part of this this team now. Yeah. It's true. Never still looks like a frog. But yeah, he still looks like a frog. Yeah. I love watching I love watching his uh, <laughs> interviews, man. It's just so funny. His eyes are like this. Yeah, he yeah, does have some big eyes. old bug eyes. He's got, crazy. Like, <laughs> his like, jaws kind of like I don't know. He's a he's a funny looking dude. But he can yeah. play some hockey. Oh, you guys have anything else? 
You want to talk about or? I got some other non Stanley Cup related things. Yeah, no, that's so cool. So, well, again, he that's off some video released of him in a hotel oh, room doing with cocaine. Cocaine, but he that? he says, you know, I didn't do anything. I've never done illegal drugs. I think he's not. Nothing's gonna happen to him. But no, but something interesting. Yeah, yeah and you know, he I, wasn't doing it in the no, picture. It was just true. happened to be in the picture. Probably surround yourself with some better people there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, apparently they were in Vegas, so they're probably having a fun night. Yeah. yeah. Bad timing for him. And I think I saw like a press release from the NHL. or I don't know if it was from the NHL or it might from have the been team from the team or something. I think it was from the team. But they were just basically like, um, we've exhausted exhausted all efforts in like the case. And he like, did no wrongdoing or anything. Yeah, and right. basically, basically said like, case closed, like, we're not picking it up again. So that's like like, that's silly. Yeah. If he was, you know, snorting, yeah, and then you're different. like, all right. But I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's he a little. It looks a little sus. But I mean, I mean, I mean, okay. how many how many players do you think do cocaine? Probably a lot. Lots. A lot. Probably it's a lot. Hockey, man. I bet you they do it before games. <laughs> I mean, they do. Do they do like the smelling salts on yeah, the bench? They do the yeah, they smell do it. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Get you a little amped. <laughs> it's just full of cocaine. Like, <laughs> I mean, Austin Matthews has <sighs> the nostrils for it. They're like this big. Oh <laughs> my God. That's true. That's true. And then one more big thing. Uh, Nikita Zaitsev, Zaitsev wants, wants to get traded. Toronto. He says, yeah. I don't like mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't. The Toronto is media is absolutely relentless. And their <laughs> yeah, fans dude, are, are insane. They've been calling for Jake Gardner's head mm-hmm. all season. They want Babcock out, which I actually agree with. Because Babcock doesn't play as stars. So I don't know. It's a tough market to play in. I mean, yeah. it's the hockey man. So yeah. guys very want, people uh, love it there. Overpaid, I think. What's his name? Nylander. They want yeah, Nylander. Yeah. Or, yeah. I'm done with that. William <laughs> Nylander is so good. He's dude. He's a unit. I don't know why they like. It's just because he wants so much, or he's probably gonna get so much money. I don't think he's overpaid. Like I said this last time, but he only played like half a season. He didn't go to training camp. We're talking about yeah. Nylander, right? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't fresh, so he just and like they forget that two years. He's twenty three years old, and he already has two sixty point seasons under his belt. Yeah, like he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's doing all right. And I know they. Well, first of all, I think they need to get rid of him to free up some cap space because Mitch Marner is going to get and deserves nine to ten million dollars. Yeah, John Tavares, something. Yeah, Mitch Marner is nasty. Man. I'm surprised they even care. It's it's basketball time there in Toronto. I wouldn't give a oh, shit about yeah, hockey if I was there. Right, yeah. <laughs> but that's all they care about, You're right. Man. Hockey is number one there. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. I think Stephen A. Smith was, like, talking about that. I'm like, because they went down there for first take, I think, and he's like, y'all got the Toronto Raptors <laughs> in the NBA Finals, and you're out here headlining with hockey. That's all, dude. That's it. That's it's Canada for it. <laughs> Toronto, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Ca- yeah, welcome to Canada. It's a thing. Um, there's been some rumors about Phil Kessel. You think Phil Kessel's getting traded? Oh, to the Wild, I heard. Yeah. It was one big one. Yeah, know. he turned that one down. But yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Because it was um, Kessel, and I know they're trying to get rid of Jack Johnson because they signed him for mm. some reason for like six years, even though he's terrible. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. They went out of their way to defend him, and then they wanted to get rid of him because oh, he's yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah, it was Kessel and some other pieces for Jason Zucker and couple other pieces from minnesota which yeah. i don't know i know phil kessel is a hot commodity but i don't know how many years he has left yeah that's the problem it's not gonna tear the team apart like there's been malkin trader you trade up getting malkin you're shutting your cup window yeah. same thing with chris letang that's true yeah i think kessel's replaceable just because he's a winger and he's had career years the past few years mm-hmm. but if you play with a guinea malkin you're gonna have a good year yeah that guy's a beast so that's true i think Who's kessel's the... gonna be out i forget the name of the that young dude that they have. Jay Gensel? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if you have faith in him as a player, like, you can just expect him to step up as, like, a 
not like obviously at the same level this year. Yeah, and not as like the same level as Phil Castle maybe for like this like long sustained period, but like there's no reason they couldn't like get rid of him and like still compete, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well Gensel, I mean, people always argue that he plays with Sidney Crosby, but to me you have to you have to be good in your own right to play with Crosby just because he thinks the game so fast. Like you have to be able to keep up with Crosby yeah. to be good on his line. So yeah. like I don't think I think Jake Gensel is a good player in his own right. I think mm-hmm. he's elevated by Crosby, but I, I think he's good in his own right. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. And it's kind of like I feel like people made the same uh, argument about Pat Maroon too playing with Connor McDavid. Yeah, he comes over here and is playing with a rookie and Tyler, Tyler Bozak and he's still producing. So right. It's not like he's bad at hockey just because he plays with Connor McDavid. He just, he's just got a role. Yeah. Yeah. Marinda, and he does it really well, actually. Yeah, he does. Great. Great little shit presence. starter. <laughs> I love that, dude. Every time he's, like, talking trash with people, he's just, like, grinning in their face, laughing at him. God. You guys got anything else? Uh, No, I don't have anything else. No? I'm good. Yeah. All right, I'm going to plug our seat geeks. So if you guys are looking to buy Cardinals tickets, Blues tickets, um, even concert tickets, you know, we've NBA got... NBA Finals tickets. Yeah, NBA Finals tickets if you want. <laughs> Canada. Um, you use SeatGeek. We got a link under our all our pages. Just use that link, and we'll get some money back, and it'll help us make better content. Um, provide you guys with giveaways, so cool stuff like that. Um, just go to any of our pages. We have a Seat Leak SeatGeek link, and go use that for you. So, yeah, Harlan, my brother, Alec Patterson, bought some vinyl tickets. Game six. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Final ticket. He bought. He bought one. He's going by himself. <laughs> oh wow! So he's, that's awesome. He's been though. to every series so far. So power to him, dude. That's yeah, cool. tell him to bring him a winner. Yeah, please. Hopefully that'll be the Hopefully the, the last one. Yeah, I'm just hoping game five's <laughs> the last one. To be honest, Blues in five. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anything else you guys got? Any good final thoughts or anything else you guys want to do? Plug your uh, Twitter handle. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at twelve or fifteen. Yep. Follow me, Joey K Law. Mm-hmm. Post some funny stuff sometimes. Yeah. All right, boys. Spread the word. Spread the word, baby. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 